superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> this is the Rich Eisen Show. How about the Cowboys? Heads it back to Dak Prescott. Oh, he throws over the middle to Turpin. He gets hammered down by Jimmy Ward. Touchdown on the opening drive for Cincinnati. You better send those refunds. The Rich Eisen Show. Galen Hurts. He's healthy. Chad Henney. 98 yard Chiefs touchdown drive. Earlier on the show, two time Super Bowl champion and Greenlight podcast host, Chris Long. Coming up, your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now. It's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. We had a great time chopping it up with Chris Long and hour number two, two-time Super Bowl champion. And you at 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on this very busy Monday edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, tomorrow, uh, Dave Franco, the actor, will be here in studio at this very moment in time. Uh, we'll, on tomorrow's show, chat with Matthew Hasselbeck of the Worldwide Leader in Sports. Brockman's older brother? Um, is he older than you? Or are you older than him, Chris? Or are you? What are you? What are you? Good question, Rich. Yeah. Okay, all right. Let's take a quick, uh, great quick peek. Um, and also, um, on the program, Mike Mayock. Will he's be old. here. He's older. Um, he he'll be here on the program. He's coming in or on the phone, Mike? No, he was uh, in Western New York calling gotcha. the uh, Bills and Bengals on Westwood One. Heard him on my way home from work yesterday. M A S a T E R a G with a double E. <laughs> I even texted Ian Eagle. I'm like, if this game gets out of hand, it was fourteen nothing. I'm like, if the game gets out of hand, uh, ask Mike to do his rapper's delight. <laughs> um, and uh, the game got close, but then not at the end. And we've been talking about Joe Burrow all day long. Um, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs will be hosting Joe Burrow, and the Philadelphia Eagles just absolutely curb stomped the Giants out yeah. of the playoffs. And they'll be taking on the San Francisco 49ers. So it's one versus two in the NFC, one versus three in the AFC. Um, taking your phone calls at 844-204-RICH being the number to dial. Andy Reid has spoken about Patrick Mahomes. We are turning that sound around, as they say in the business. And uh, we will play that for you in, in short order. But it is a Monday. And uh, it is uh, a time where overreactions are significant. So it's time for a very important post-divisional playoff weekend edition of Overreaction Monday. Hit it. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction Mondays. Monday. All right, here we go. Go for it, Christopher. What do you hey got? Hey, guys. What's up? What's up, bro? Did you enjoy the football over the weekend? I enjoyed the football. Uh, some of it. All of it. You know. It was bad because we like love the Bills. We love Josh Allen, but... 
I, you know, I'm looking into my crystal ball, Rich. I think Josh Allen is on pace to be the Philip Rivers of his generation. Oh, oh my Ooh. goodness. With Mahomes and Burrow. Being, you mean like a Hall of Famer? Uh, ah, sure. easy there. Put up a lot of stats, uh, but he's playing against two guys and make make an AFC championship and game and, once. And Burrow and Mahomes, like Manning and Brady, it's just not enough room for him at the championship table. Really good player, great career. Doesn't have enough to get it over the top. I'll say that's an overreaction. I will say I believe in Josh Allen's talent to win it all. um, And that uh, I believe his season where I guess McDermott is the Marty Schottenheimer and have 14 wins and they're the best team out there. Um, And I would love to see a LaDainian Tomlinson alongside him and see what happens. I'd love to see a running back turn into his touchdown maker as opposed to him having to heave it down the field as you know i want to see more of a running game and i'll say it is way too soon to say that he's not winning a super bowl and he'll go to hall of fame uh he'll go to hall of fame finalists lists because of his statistical prowess which is what i think you're saying about philip rivers gamer a terrific quarterback one that makes pro bowls one that can knock off one of the best teams in the business shock him every now and then and you think Philip Rivers is going to the Hall of Fame? I do think that he'll be in the Hall I of Fame one so. day. I think so, probably. Yeah, I do. I don't. What else, Chris? What else you got over there? You like it? I, I thought that was a good take. Uh, Saturday is enough evidence that the Giants should move on from Daniel Jones. I don't think they're going to. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying Saturday was enough to say <laughs> this is what you're getting. Great, fine, regular season. Is Daniel Jones going to win you a Super Bowl? He just... He just he knocked the Vikings out. The Vikings were junk. They were trash. They were frauds all <laughs> year long, were. and we all knew it. <laughs> Rich, you wouldn't even put them in your power rankings for like two, wee, two months. <laughs> you knew they weren't that good. Everybody knew they weren't good. Everyone and their mother picked the Giants to upset the Vikings. We knew that was going to happen. Big stage, divisional opponent. They got absolutely whacked by Philly. Uh, I think the Giants are going to hold on to him, and I'll say that's an overreaction, that, uh, that, that he finally showed what can be done when he's in the hands of a uh, bona fide head coach who knows what he's doing on the offensive side of the ball. And let's see what the Giants do. I think they're going to end up re-signing him, and I, I do not support that Saturday's performance is a sign that he's, what is it, trash, to use a phrase? That That's not what I said. Oh, the, the Vikings are trash. My bad. Trash. I just got thrown off by the trash. 135 yards in the biggest game of the career. The Viking, the the Eagles are just a better team, Chris. They were all year long when they saw the Giants. That doesn't mean that Jones can't get surrounded enough or blossom enough to to not be that guy. What else, Chris? We're looking at a Bengals Eagles Super Bowl. Let's go! Let's uh, go! You can't say Bengals and Eagles. No, it's not an overreaction at all. I mean, if if Mahomes is a shadow of himself, and the as you heard Chris Long say that part of the playbook won't be uh. The entire defensive playbook is open for the Bengals. And then you saw the way that the Eagles were able to to handle their business. I think, obviously, the Niners are a tougher team than the Giants significantly. But uh, you can't say that that's, an over, that's not an overreaction. I mean, that's, that's an absolute feasibility and, and, and one that, um, you know, I, I might even consider getting off my Chiefs Niners prediction that I held on to from Thanksgiving to the outset of the playoffs. Uh, I, I might I might hop on this at the end of the uh Who would you pick week? in this game? Bengals Eagles. 
I mean, at this point, Tom, how do you go against Joe Burrow? How do you do it? You want to know why you can't do it, Rich? Why, Chris? Because Joe Burrow is the best player left in these playoffs. You could make that case. We just don't believe it because he's a Bengal. We don't believe it because we didn't, he didn't win it last year. We don't believe it because you think the Niners have it and the Eagles have it and the Chiefs have it. I don't know, man. I mean, Mahomes, Mahomes being hurt, high ankle sprain is no joke. Like, that's going to be this week. And even with a bye week, it's going to be that week if they get you past could, the he Bengals. Could barely hand the ball off. Dude, this is no joke. So I'll say that's that's not an overreaction either. What else, Chris? All right, sorry, TJ. Look, this is how it's going to be for the Cowboys, man. A wild card win each year. That's as good as it gets for the Cowboys with that. I can't believe that, man. They might have to. I know. I, I, I just can't believe that. I, I also don't. I, I know Amari Cooper was twenty million per. That's that's Jerry's fault. Give him twenty million per. If that's too much for you, I mean, you look at Tyree Kill, and that's not nearly. They missed him. Yeah, they missed him. If Ceedee Lamb's in the slot, and you put Amari Cooper where Gallup is, <laughs> that's danger, bro. It, it is. is. And the way Schultz played. It is like that's what you need. You need to have that extra oomph to get past. Again, I know we keep looking past the Bengals, but Higgins, Chase, and Boyd. Cowboys don't have that. Three-headed monster, right? Ayuk and and Debo and McCaffrey and Kittle. Cowboys don't have that. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. Goddard. Goddard and all those running backs. Cowboys don't have that. Take a look at what the Chiefs have. Cowboys don't have that. Get that for Dak, and then let's talk. But the thing is, let's Rich, talk like, and hold on to it for Dak. Travis Kelsey's and George Kittle's just don't grow on trees. That's well, Dalton Schultz is 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 pretty. He's da- pretty good. Yeah, yeah but like three. Th- he, he led your team in touchdowns in the postseason. But he's not Kelsey or Kittle. Is all I'm saying. I hear you. Then again, who I'm is? not ready to. I, I'm not ready to jump on Dak. Let's just say, if I had his jersey, I wouldn't have Susie. <laughs> Stand in the kitchen, have me knock on the wall to let her know when to hit the button, and then come out yep. like I'm some sort of, you know, vaudeville actor over emoting, only to crumple up the jersey, throw it out in a trash can that doesn't have a bag in it, and then go back. And by the way, a kitchen not nearly one would think would be as finely appointed for somebody who makes a jillion dollars a year. By the way, I thought the exact just want to throw it all the exact out there. How many takes? While we're on the subject matter. How many takes, you think? Shannon Sharp apologized. One thing you should not apologize for is that cardigan. I like the cardigan a lot. If you're going to call out players on the court, in crypto. Yep. On the floor. On the floor. On the wood. And somehow not get ejected, wear a cardigan like that. (laughs) $3,000. Look at that. I I would rock that. I mean, he had a $3,000. Should I get that and wear it here? Uh, Where we find that? Three thousand bucks. We'll remember, find, we'll re- find it remember when you used to dress like is? Cam? Yeah. You used to do like your version of whatever Cam was wearing right. on the Monday. That was a fun year. We should find that version of that cardigan By for Rich. Way, that was overreaction Friday with Shannon. I don't know what was said to him but back and forth. <laughs> that was overreaction Friday. But I am not overreacting. I would wear that cardigan. Also, Rich, what you I didn't like see, it. Shannon Unk also had a pair of $8,000 Jordan 1 yeah, deodorants like, on his feet. So, you know, he, he was stunting okay. on him. Yeah. He was stunting on him. All right, guys, two more. 
Uh, I know we love Brock Purdy, Rich. Well, you, I mean, you're obsessed with him. Why not? It's the sto- <laughs> it could be one of the greatest stories in the history of the NFL, Chris. I think, I think you're renaming your kids Brock and Purdy. Uh, his so-so game should have the Niners a little worried about keeping up with the Eagles' offense. Uh, I would say I would agree. I would agree. But got you got to chalk it up to the, that Cowboys D. They were all over him, and they had trouble protecting him, and they stopped the run on the way to him. And um, I, I would be concerned about that. This is, I mean, hey, let's let, let me just really get into it here because I, I need to get this out. So his first road game was in Seattle. That's not an easy place to play. It was a Thursday night game. He won that game a short week. He made his trip to Seattle, his first road start. Then his other road games. I don't think he played too many of them. Uh, after that game against Seattle, um, he went to the he went to Vegas. That's it. Those are his road games. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. He was he's home the rest of the time. Mm. Honestly, he got hurt. He got he he came in the game against the Dolphins. Then he beat the Bucks. Then he beat the Seahawks at, in Seattle. Then he was home against the Commanders. Then he went to Vegas, where I imagine half the stadium had to be Niner fans. Yeah, they won in overtime. That ain't happening in Philadelphia. This is going to be a whole different beast. Playoff football in Philly with the Eagles looking like this. You bet his so-so game would make me nervous. That is not an overreaction at all. There was one point where he made a ridiculous throw and he came back to the sideline and Kyle put his uh, he put his uh, play menu up and was just absolutely tearing him a new one. Yeah. You think we need one more? All right, we'll get one. All right, George. Would you even call for that, or did he? Did he just well, take the cloning by himself? I said, "Get it ready." You kind of went. I think I thought Rich had a little more to say. That's okay, sorry, Rich. I'm sorry. Right. You, you, you got to go, Rich. You're just driving you traffic right here. now. What else? What else? It's all good, Mike. I was done. I hey, was finished. Little sorry, off-season Rich. look ahead. I think both Brady and Rogers on new teams next year. Well, Schefter said something about uh, a um, a trade for Rogers this off-season. Because I, I, I was on a break yesterday during our Sunday show. Mm-hmm. And I went in and the ESPN was on uh, on one of the screens in the green room, in mm-hmm. our in our in the NFL Network green room. And I looked up at our competition. I'm like, why are they talking about Aaron Rodgers' future? Because that's we didn't talk about it at all on our show. I'm like, okay, you, you got Bills versus Bengals and Niners Cowboys. Like, Aaron Rodgers was the last thing on my mind. And they had a whole conversation, apparently, because uh, Shefty said a trade could be coming. Uh, and Ian Rappaport said that based on what he was hearing out of Tampa, his players got the gist from Brady on Monday night that he was saying goodbye to them too. So I'll say that's not, that's not an overreaction. I think Rodgers isn't going anywhere. I think Brady's going somewhere. And it's not the Fox booth yet. By the way, Greg Olson is fantastic. Yeah, he was. He's has been. Yeah, uh, Greg Olson is terrific at you're, calling games. He can do a three-man, I guess. Both Brady and, and, and Olsen. And, yeah, and, yeah, why not? Maybe so. Yeah, he really did a great a job. Great job. And he's, you know, he's calling the NFC Championship game and the Super Bowl. I think Brady's on another team. I think Rodgers stays, if I had to guess right now. I don't have a crystal ball because it's boxed up behind me. <laughs> well, you do have one. You just like you it's, said, it's, yeah. it's so damn heavy. Yeah, I got the bigger one. If, really I, if, if I, I, I wanted one that actually looked huge on screen, I didn't want a little one. Well, that if, I, if I could redo that deal, I'd get the little, little one. <laughs> nah, Rich, go big or go home, baby. Yeah. I figured. You did it the right way. Is that it? You done? All right. Overreaction Monday, nice, everybody. Nice. So 
what's up? Is that it? <laughs> it is indeed. Thank you. It is indeed. <laughs> NetSuite wants you to know your numbers because if you have poor visibility because you don't know your numbers, that is bad for your business. How can you see your numbers right there to see the full picture, to get everything right in front of you? Certainly, if you're relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software right now, you need to upgrade NetSuite by Oracle sitting right there as the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. You get visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more. Everything you need to grow all in one place. Already 33,000 businesses use NetSuite. And for the new year, NetSuite is a new financing program for those ready to upgrade it. NetSuite.com slash Rich Radio. Head to NetSuite.com slash Rich Radio for the special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash Rich Radio. We will take a break. Andy Reid has spoken on Patrick Mahomes' ankle I have a couple cents to say about what I said about Mahomes this weekend uh, on Twitter and uh, right here on this show. I got something to get off my chest. Ooh, oh, yeah. And I know you like it when I speak with it. You know I do. That's coming up next right here on The Rich Eisen Show. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show and the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network, powered by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Uh, let's take a couple phone calls here. This guy uh, is asking a question you said that you were going to have on Overreaction Monday and then didn't. I don't know if you bailed on this one. Uh, Jameson in Maine, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Jameson? Hey, can you hear me? I can. What's on your mind? All right. So, um, admittedly, the, um, so Patriots fan enjoyed watching the the Bills lose <laughs> Look at you. this past week. <laughs> So maybe a little bit of bias here. 
Um, but I watch Burrow, I watch Mahomes, and I guess my question is, is it time to start thinking of those two as the top-tier quarterbacks in the AFC and Allen, who hasn't really proven himself in clutch moments, as a tier behind them? in the AFC hierarchy. Now, was that one of your overreaction Mondays? Fellow Mainer, uh, Chris Brockman? You- Sh- shout out 207. Um, Were you that's kind of what I was saying. That's great. Mahomes and Burrow well, only- are Manning and Brady, and Allen is Phillip Rivers. No, or Allen is Big Ben. Big Ben. When? when? Big Ben won a Super Bowl in twice. year two. That's what I'm saying. But, but, but come on, man. Here's the thing, Jameson. I am not ready to dispatch... Josh Allen to a tier two. He's still in tier one. There's only two quarterbacks that can get to tier one every year. That's it. In the conference. That's it. And there's only two quarterbacks in the league that can get to tier tier one. I guess one A would be a conference championship. Tier one is Super Bowl, right? There's only two quarterbacks that can do that every year. Well, these are the last two for the AFC. AFC. Well, this year, for the second straight year, we haven't seen that since Flacco and Brady went at it back-to-back years in the AFC Championship game. That's the last time the AFC Championship game was a rematch, 2013 and 2014. And, you know, 16 of the 18 years from 01, we had this. Thanks for the call, Jameson. From 01 to 2018, we had this on NFL Game Day morning. Big Ben, Brady, and Manning made 16 of the 18 Super Bowls. 16 of the 18. It was either Brady, Manning, Big Ben, or the two years that somebody else broke through was Flacco one year and Rich Gannon in 2002. That's it. And here's another conversation people are going to be and having by the way, this Big week. Ben, Big Ben has two rings, and he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. How can maybe Josh Allen is that guy? And if he's that guy and he's not like Mahomes or he's not Burrow, uh, I think he'll live his life just fine, and he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. You know? I mean, I've watched Buffalo come – not do anything for 20 years. I mean, look, they have to do it. He has to do it. We've been talking about Josh Allen yes. and yes. these Bills like they've won two or three titles. There's a ladder about to fall outside. Let's hope and not. And ha- he just hasn't done it. So wh- why do we have to talk about him like that? Is the ladder a metaphor for, you think, uh, Josh Allen's season? Is, is, that, what is that, that was that an for? actual and, fact? And look, people are going to be talking about it soon, Rich. They're going to say, hey, is this Bills championship window closed? That's ridiculous. Because guess what? That's Herbert's ridiculous. coming. But you Lawrence know he's right, coming. Rich. So you, know, you know that I'm right. You know how your compadres are closed. Right. Like closed? It's not like this guy's 40. Yeah, Come on. You, you know how the people in Come your on. seat, not in your seat, act? We had a guy throwing the jersey out today. You know, We did that at co- home yesterday. <laughs> you threw a jersey out? Yesterday at home. It was yesterday oh, at home. Oh, okay. <laughs> I saw the video. It was well staged. I thought his kitchen was going to be nicer. <laughs> that was so it was, impromptu, it was wasn't weird. it? I didn't see it. The window, people are going to have that conversation. But what have they done to be on the Mahomes level? They're not even as good as the Bengals. They had Mahomes beat for the lack of 13 seconds last year. Did they win the game? No. They're not even as good as the Bengals. That's true. As we saw yesterday. So, so if Mahomes loses now, is he now in the second tier behind Burrow? No, because they made it further than the Bills. I'm asking the question if Burrow No, because beats he's got Mahomes, a ring and if, an MVP trophy at home. Okay. Okay. So if Burrow then goes to the Super Bowl for a second straight year and is now 4-0 against Mahomes and has gone into Arrowhead twice to prevent Mahomes from getting back to the Super Bowl, that's, that's not equivalent to winning a ring and having an MVP trophy. If he wins a ring and he's 4-0 against Mahomes, they're on the same level, which is Tier 1. 
I think Josh Allen is sitting at home right now, and he's wondering, how can I get some of these mistakes out of my game, and what the hell else can be done to support my offense? That's what I'm sitting there He can't keep making mistakes. Mahomes, Burrow, those guys don't make those mistakes to Allen. He's got to get those out of his game. The same way Dak's got to get it out of his. For sure. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. You're in the program. Um, We'll take some more of your phone calls in a second. Let's talk Mahomes. Let's talk Patrick Mahomes, shall we? Let's do it. All right. (laughs) I watched the game, and I watched what happened to him with his ankle. And then I watched him come back in the game. And all I could think of was the one time I was on Thursday night football and I watched Big Ben take on the Cleveland Browns and get hurt in the first half. And it was called on the spot, a high ankle sprain. And I remember we're all in the green room. We're all sitting there and everybody's like, oh, he's out for the game. And Marshall Falk goes, I bet you he comes back. I'm like, why? He goes, you know, that'll be a Big Ben thing to do. He just wraps it up and he'll take a shot and he'll come back in the game. And he did. And I have never been to a game where I saw a quarterback go down with a high ankle sprain and come back in. And all the Thursday night football games I've been to and the games that I've called – and the, game, the Super Bowls that I've been to, I've never seen it. So I tweeted that out. I've never seen that before. And all I got back on Twitter was like, I guess you didn't see Ryan Tannehill this year. Happened to him all year long. And I'm like, okay, this is why Twitter sucks. I guess I should have said personally witness with my own two eyes because that's what I meant by I watched somebody go down. So two things. One, I guess I'm appreciative that everybody thinks I've seen every snap of football all the time, forever. So thank you for having that belief in me. And secondly, it's pretty damn special to see somebody come back and do the stuff that Mahomes was doing, even with the high ankle sprain. And that's the other part of Mahomes that I'm hearing all the time and I'm getting all the time, that... You know, you see all the memes when Chris Collinsworth gushes about Mahomes as he was doing again on Saturday. And you see all the memes when I'm talking about how Mahomes is out of his skull talented or as I tweeted out at the end of the game against against Jacksonville, is half of Mahomes better than most quarterbacks? And I tweeted that out for two reasons. One, because Mahomes still was like, hopping up in the pocket, climbing the pocket with a high ankle sprain. Yeah, the jump throw and, 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 on the touchdown. And a jump yeah. throw off of the other foot. And I'm also tweeting out, is half of Mahomes better than most other quarterbacks? Because for the Chiefs to win it all this year, that is going to have to be the case. Because a high ankle sprain is is no joke. You heard Romo, who's well-known for calling his shots correctly, say at the end of the Bills and Bengals game that it's not even a guarantee that Mahomes is going to play next weekend because high ankle sprains, the ones that he's dealt with in his career, 
are so bad that you can play on it the day that you heard it, but the next day you wake up and it's terrible, and then two days later you're on crutches. So that's why I ask it. And so to everybody out there who's like, well, you're just like everybody else, you know, gushing over Mahomes. We're sick and tired of people gushing over Mahomes. Do you know why I gush over Mahomes and people like Collinsworth gushes over Mahomes and everybody who calls a Mahomes game gushes over Patrick Mahomes because he's worth gushing over about? He is that good. At the end of the day, he is that good. He's better than most. He's better than most all time. I was even saying to my buddy Stone Street, texting back and forth now that he's taking on Burrow again, that it's Brady 2.0 against, and I'm just stopped. I'm like, who is Mahomes the 2.0 of? Like, who could I even call? Like, is it Favre? Well, Favre didn't run like him. Is it Elway? Is he 2.0 of Elway? Like, who is Mahomes the 2.0 of? And I wrote Elway 2.0, and then I followed it up with Mahomes 1.0. Like, I can't even comp him. That's how unique of a unicorn he is. So you might be sick and tired of folks in the national NFL media gushing over him, but guess what? He's worth it. And I find it so funny that I'm on the business end of it. When I'm one of the only ones that said, I think his reign atop the AFC West is over because the Raiders are that good. And I've been getting it from Stone Street and Chiefs Kingdom every single second for it. (laughs) I'm the one that actually underestimated this guy. And Reed and Biennemi and Kelsey because Tyreek Hill was gone and I thought the Raiders actually did catch up to him in terms of talent around a quarterback that can actually execute it for a coach that's been there before with Brady. What a dumbass I was. Mea culpa. I just find it funny that, oh, Rich, you're gushing all over him and you forgot about Ryan Tannehill. Get out of here with that noise. <laughs> so now comes the next thing that, yeah, I mean, you know, Breer tweeted out that we're going we're gonna to cover Mahomes' ankle like it's the moon landing all week. Whose Super Bowl was it where we were looking at the ankle? It was the Colts. Dwight Freeney. Dwight Freeney. Yeah. It was ankle 24-7. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All Freeney ankle all the time. I think it was against the Bears. Bears, yeah. Yeah. Or was it the one against the Saints? I forget which one it was. Oh, it might have been the Saints. But um, it was all free knee ankle all the time. Can he go? What's going to happen? Can he Can he go rush the passer? How's that going to affect the game? Or well, Brady's thumb against Philly. It's coming. It's coming. As I said, he said it was going to be like the moon landing. I'm like one small step from a homes, one giant leap. For rest, ice, compression, and elevation. Because this is what it's all about for Mahomes and his treatment. And Andy Reid, bless him, after the game, called it a, an ankle tweak. <laughs> he tweaked his ankle so uh, insignificantly that you had to put Chad Henney in the game on your own two-yard line. Sipping. And Mahomes was freaking out that he had to go to the locker room to get Man, it checked on. Man, he was on. so mad. That's a tweak. Threw down his jacket. I'm like, if that's a tweak... <laughs> 
then what's a high ankle sprain? Like like the knight from uh, Monty Python? It's just a flesh wound? That's it's gushing blood all over the place? At any rate, God bless Andy Reid. He, he called it what it was today, and here was Reid on Monday about Mahomes' ankle. He told us after the game that he would immediately go into treatment. Uh, how encouraged are you by the past two days of treatment? And Brad, I'll probably have a follow-up. Yeah, no, he's he's uh, worked hard um, in the treatment and is doing okay. Coach, just staying on Patrick, you had mentioned he, he went through this week one of, of 2019. How similar is, is this issue and, and how much do you anticipate it will help that he's already had to deal with this at, at another time? Yeah, no, he told you guys. I mean, he he mentioned it to you that he's going to play. So, I mean, that's uh, um, that's his mindset. And, and then we'll just take it day by day and see how he does. Not Andy Reid's first rodeo. By the way, the win over Jacksonville gave Andy Reid 10 playoff wins as a head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, a matching the number of playoff wins he had in 14 years in Philadelphia. 10 in each spot. Gives him 20 overall. I do the math for you. He joins Belichick and Tom Brady as the only head coaches in the history of the NFL to have 20 postseason wins or better. But he's the only one to do it with 10 in each spot. In two different spots. Unbelievable. So this is not his first rodeo. He's not going to tell you what's going on. What is he going to give Lou Anarumo? Staten Island's Lou Anarumo? Who went to high school with my brother? I went to high school with his sister, Susan E. Wagner High School in Staten Island, New York. What are you going to tell Lou Anarumo just how hurt he is? <laughs> we got to get you on that. Uh, <laughs> Lou. Notable, notable you know what I mean? Alumni. Forget about it, to use what, uh, what we used to say back in Susan E. Wagner. Come on. He's not going to tell you. Guy's got a high ankle sprain. So we're going to find out. And yes, everybody else, I'll front load it for you. If he shows up and he starts playing like he doesn't have a high ankle sprain, I don't care if he's as, if his ankle's as high as a kite because they've doped it up. I don't care. <laughs> he would still be doing stuff that you don't see other people do, and we will, yes, gush about him. So get ready because he's worth it, and he's also a dynamite human being. So that lends more to the equation. That's how good he is. That's how great he is and come at me if you think i'm gushing too much because again i'm the guy that underestimated him true but did you underestimate him or his team it wasn't just like him it was you uh, thought the team wouldn't be as good and that was understandable no i guess so sort of thank you for that clarification mm-hmm. i thought that what had been done elsewhere matched or potentially even surpassed what the Chiefs had left after Tyreek Hill and made the mistake that they still wouldn't have Mahomes and Kelsey and Reed and everyone else around, didn't see Jarek McKinnon coming, had no idea how good Isaiah Pacheco was. And you could say they still haven't even tapped what Juju or MVS, even though he scored against Jacksonville, still haven't reached that potential yet. But if it's half of Mahomes or 50% of Mahomes or whatever you want to call it, 60, 70, 80% of Mahomes, 100% of Burrow, 
is a whole handful, and you better have 100% of Mahomes, and I don't think they're going to have him, clearly. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, we'll empty the phone banks, and I just while I'm, I'm at it, just in this, this kind of mood, <laughs> I want to pat myself on the back. That's coming up. Yeah, this is going to be fun, because this is also for the guys in the room, too. Oh, yeah. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed check out our new nba show beyond the arc Part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Uh, who's been holding on the longest? Gene in Florida has. What's up, Gene? Hey, Rich. How you doing? I'm Lots great, Gene. Today. I'm great, Gene. How are you? I had to pick a subject, so I picked uh, number 262 in the draft and number one in America's hearts at this time, Brock Purdy. There you go. What do you got? You uh, you all said that uh, he didn't really play a spectacular game. Uh, Chris Long said that, and you kind of said that a little bit, but I think maybe you guys are wrong. I think he did exactly what he needed to do, other than that one pass. But uh, he never really had to put on his Joe Montana cape. He never had to abandon the run and start throwing because he was behind. He the one he thing, really, I agree with you. And I, and Gene, the one thing he did not do is the one thing that he, he, he had to set himself to not doing. Um, no mistake. And do no. not turn it over. Period. End of story. Dak put it in harm's way twice, and it cost him. And Purdy right. put it in harm's way uh, as many times as you want to point out. It didn't cost him. It didn't come down in the hands of a Dallas Cowboy. That's it. Right. That's but I don't think that he can't put that cape on. He can. I think he's got where if it comes down to clock management and being smart with the football, I think he's your guy. I think he can pull off a win like that. Well, look. And he, I, think, he, I just don't think he's had to. He I, hasn't had to. He hasn't had – well, I mean, he kind of did it in the previous week, to be honest with you, Gene. I mean, he he did against Seattle need to come out of the locker room and score. He needed to do it, you know. And he was yeah. and he was down thank, – and thanks for the call. He was down in this game, 7-3. to three. He was down. 
or 6-3, pardon me, because Moore missed that extra point or got blocked. He was going to miss it. And what he did was just kept the train on the tracks. And twice Dak turned it over, and the Niners got three points out of each one, and they led. And then Purdy did not cough it up after the Cowboys tied it. He actually led a drive. He did have a wide-open Kittle that he almost missed, and Kittle had to make an incredible juggling catch to keep it on the tracks. But he didn't throw an interception. And he still hasn't in the playoffs. The Eagles would love to change that. Talk about an unkind cut. How about the fact that uh, Daniel Jones gets picked off by Bradbury? The guy of the Giants are like, yeah, he's too expensive. We got to cut him. Who wants him? Oh, Philly will take him. Oh. I mean, what a nightmare for the Giants. What a nightmare start for the Giants. Give up a touchdown, and they did that against Minnesota. So they probably were like, okay, that happened in Minnesota. It's going to happen again. Here's what we do. We march down the field, and we'll score. Then we'll stop, and then we'll score again, just like in Minnesota. Well, they march down the field. They get halfway there. On third down, Daniel Jones trips on his own lineman, and for some reason, Dayball decides to go for it on fourth down. I didn't get that one. It was fourth and eight. Right fourth around and, midfield. Fourth and eight. But you, that was weird. Well, he's thinking we better do something because I don't have the, you know, I can't keep up with this team. Maybe, but you can punt it and get it out at the one yard line or inside the five and just let your defense do the work and let him go 95 yards at least. Don't let him go half the field. I didn't get that one. It wasn't like fourth and one. It wasn't fourth yeah. and two. It, was, it wasn't like, you know, early second or, you know, third quarter getting late. You're down and you're, you're, you're seeing what, all the writing on the wall. That one was just weird. I think he and had then, a vision that a game could get out of hand in a hurry, and we need to try to slow it well, down. Well, the one way for the game to get out of the hand, hand early, and it's not 2020 vision. I was thinking that the minute he, he said go for it, I thought they were just going to try and get him to jump offside so the fourth down try would be closer. Yeah. Plus, you know, Chris, guys, you shouldn't doubt me because I'm right most of the time. Oh, gosh. This is great. Um, uh, uh, no, uh, this is great. Humble host. No, 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 no. Here, this is great because all year long, I gave you guys what you've been after for a long time. I gave it to you. A you've been telling food? me. You have been telling me for a very long <laughs> direct deposit time. Please do this. And I'm like, I don't want to do that because everybody else does this. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And you're like, go ahead do and it. do it. No peer and pressure. I gave you power rankings yeah. all year long. Oh, and all love. I got from you, Jamokes, was nothing but scorn. That is not and true. Heckling. That is not true. Oh, we stopped it, after like we stopped after like three or four no, weeks. Yes, we, we did. got tired false. of doing it. Teacher. False. I like false. Heckling. Yeah. False. Likes heckling. All I stopped. year long. I, ha- I heckled. That's all I got I was heckling. You don't know how to do it. Hecklers. You know <laughs> that team lost. How do they go up in your standings? That team won. How do they stay put? How do they go down one day? It's because I have uh, eyes. Posture. I've got a football gut. And I've got experience. <laughs> they lose and, and they I go up two spots. And I also don't have any fear of your nonsense. <laughs> I say what I feel and what I feel is my gut. And my gut and my feel together equals usually, more often than not, correctness. <laughs> hmm. okay. And in that spirit... 
Mr. Hoskins, put up my final power rankings going into the playoffs, will you please? Oh, wow. I had the Niners one, the Chiefs two, the Eagles three, and the Bengals four. Who are the final four? Would you care to let me know who's the final four? Oh, all four of those teams. I think we all had that. I have it five because I didn't really believe that they were finishing that strong and go all the way. I had the Bills at five. Who do I have at six? Another team like that, the Cowboys. Who are the last six teams standing? I know that the the uh, schedule had to be a certain way to have them play on a Sunday. Who are the last six teams standing in the NFL this year? My top six in the power rankings. And who did I pop up to seven? Over the Vikings, over the Chargers, and over, oh, yes, I included the Giants. Who do I have? The Jacksonville Jaguars, who probably came up with uh, the best road performance of the weekend. And I know the Cowboys came close. I'm just throwing it out there. So you had 11 teams on your top 10? I actually had the Ravens and Vikings, depending on whether Lamar was healthy and Lamar was not. And I said, if Lamar was not, I was taking them out of the top 10. And how right was I there? It's seven out of eight division round. I had a great power ranking season. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead and hit it. <laughs> Just want to finish the season like that. Just to tell everybody how right I was. <laughs> you guys. No, what are you doing? You don't know what you're doing. You don't know how to do it. You okay. do know why we did that, right? Okay. Okay. You're, you you missed the point. No, I got the point no, exactly. You <laughs> and you put it on a very fine point. You didn't get All the point. All year long. You were like those two old guys on the Muppet Show sitting up there in the balcony. Statler and Waldorf. That's and there's who three I'm talking us. about. That's great. Well yeah, done. I ought to pull that one out. There's three of us. <laughs> oh, Del Tufo. He, just, he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't beg. He was out of that. He wasn't in that. He doesn't care. I, 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 I was just I glad he hit the drop half the time. <laughs> Exactly. Job, Mike. No, Rich. The only reason I said anything for the first couple of weeks is because when I used to do my wrist, you yeah. would always interrupt me. So I was like, let me oh, just gosh. give you a little bit of your medicine back. And then I did stop. Okay. I stopped after a few weeks. I didn't stop. I Chris like, didn't stop. Like All right, let's what go. What is your major malfunction, num Thank you very much. <laughs> Great drop. I didn't know you had a... I, did, I had to search for that. Such wow. a drop. What, but yeah, what prop, is that labeled? Props to you, major Rich, for getting that. Wow. Good, good oh, time. yeah, that's a good yeah. one. Props to you for getting that last one, though. Thank you. I can't even can't front on Let's that one. Let's go to um, who we're going to take here. Juan in Chicago. What's up, Juan? Hey, Juan. How's it going, Rich? What's up, sir? Can you hear me? I can. You are on the air. What, what do you up, got? Juan? Uh, yeah. Like, so I'm, my thinking is of the last few teams left in here, but with the exception of the Cincinnati Bengals, I think that the Eagles are the only team that are looking, let's say, not mortal. And I'm wondering, is Jalen Hurts getting enough respect? Are, oh my. We, are we sleeping on Jalen Hurts? Oh, God, you're not going to bust out the dog mass again, are you, Juan? I mean, I think the rest of the world really believes in your Eagles, for sure. I mean, I thought, you know, until until Hurts got hurt in the uh, – you know, final throws of the season, he was the front runner for MVP. And, and some people will just, even though the way they played without him is proof of his value, still discount the fact that he didn't play all 17 games like, say, Mahomes did or anybody else that's up for MVP. Um, 
I, I think nobody's overlooking your team, quite frankly. And if they, and if anybody is, well, woe to them. Um, and and maybe part of it again, and thanks for the call, Juan, is just again everyone overlooks Jalen Hurts because everybody's frame of reference for this kid is the first time he was seen by millions upon millions of people when Nick Saban. The modern-day Lombardi of college football, or the Bear Bryant of the day, decided to bench him in favor of Tua, and everybody thought that meant Hertz was less than, even though he didn't at all bitch and moan about it. He stuck around with the program for a full year. He stuck there and actually came back and proved to be a factor in crucial moments for Alabama. Then he goes to Oklahoma and he's the only guy there that, what, didn't win a Heisman Trophy for um, for Lincoln Riley? So he's less than Baker, and he's less than Kyler there, too. And then he wasn't even a first-round guy. And then they didn't even turn to him until Carson Wentz proved thoroughly unusable. And then they finally turn to him, and even though he does well, they bench him in the fourth quarter of a meaningless game. So that's the way everybody has a frame of reference for Jalen Hurts. Then he starts... And he gets one and done by Tom Brady in a game where they weren't even remotely in it as a seven seed. So that's how so many people are informed about Jalen Hurts. And you better have your head on a swivel. And I bet you Niner fans aren't sitting there thinking, oh, we got this in the bag. Okay. But if uh, you Eagle fans want to take your dog masks out, go for it. I'm picking the Eagles. And you know I took Niners yeah. to go. I'm, I might actually switch. Yeah. I have that right, and I choose to in, uh, intend to you know, I, potentially I, use it. I think we're looking at Bengals-Eagles, man. It'll be a fun two weeks. Well, we've got four days to talk about it. The rest of this week, I want to thank today's guest, Chris Long. Tomorrow, Matthew Hasselbeck of ESPN, Mike Mayock, and the actor Dave Franco, and you. We're back to wrap things up on the Roku channel in a moment. <laughs> 